0: Welcome to the You're Not Invisible After 50 podcast. I'm Kieran Kumar, founder and host of You're Not Invisible After 50. Despite the title, you don't have to be over 50 to listen to this podcast. No matter whether you're 25, 45 or 65, we can all learn lessons from each other to help us build a better, more fulfilled life. Come listen to the inspiring stories of all the phenomenal women over 50 who are kicking ass and making an impact. They are not invisible, I'm not invisible, and neither are you. So no matter what society says, life doesn't end at 50, in fact, it's just beginning. Welcome to the You Are Not Invisible After 50 podcast. I'm Kieran and host of this podcast. We're all about showcasing phenomenal women over 50 who are kicking ass and making an impact. You'll get to hear all their inspiring stories while you don't have to be invisible after 50. So sit back and enjoy the wonderful life story from this week's guest. My guest today is Fran. Hi, Fran. How are you? Hi, Kieran. I'm so looking forward to doing this with you. Um, So thank you for choosing to come on to the You're Not Invisible After 50 podcast. So let's begin. I'm going to get you to introduce yourself to our listeners in one line or more of who you are.
1: Um, My name is Fran González. I'm Chilean, but I live the half of the year in Spain. I'm a a free spirit, I said. (laughs) I live here, and I live in Chile. I have five kids, eight grandkids. At 50s, I decided to quit my job as a principal of a school to live my life in a different way. And this is what I've been doing the last seven years, because now I'm 57. So I'm really happy with my life now. I'm
0: so looking forward to doing this with you, as I just said, and I just think that's such a great introduction. I mean, honestly, who would have thought you've got five kids, but let's carry on about that. We'll talk about it in a minute or two. So in this podcast, we're going to cover your life story, the past, the present. So you just talked about the trigger point of 50. We're going to go into that a little bit and what the future looks like.
1: So let's start with the past,
0: wherever you wish to start.
1: Mm Oh, well, I... I have, like that uh, like I said, five kids. I had two ex-husbands, too. <laughs> and I'm living with my third husband now. So I have an interesting life. Uh, well, I can't talk about what is to be uh, married. It's not, look like I'm not that good at this. But no, I, I really have like a good, ex-husbands what what can I say they are really good persons and my kids they're all growing up uh, super good kids too and I have eight grandkids too so yeah um, <laughs> this is
0: <laughs> amazing absolutely amazing so let's start where Let's start, let's walk through the, the kind of the very the various years in terms of when did you get married the first time around and how was that marriage? And then talk me through a little bit of, of what went on. Whatever you want to say though, right? So you're not compelled to tell us all, you're just compelled to tell us a bit.
1: <laughs> okay. I got married really, really young, like at 17, because I was really rebel in this moment of my life and I wanted to go i always was mad with my mother with my family with everyone so i really wanted to go away so i got married uh i was married 13 years and i have four kids and i didn't have like such a happy years in this marriage so i decided to finish it and how i say my ex-husband is a good person he's a uh, good dad so I have nothing to to say about him but it wasn't the right thing to be with him in this time of my life so then I got married again and, and I have my five kid. and I was like I think like the same time like 13 or 14 years with my second husband and uh, a really good person too. So maybe I am the one that it has a free spirit that I need to to find my way, find my 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 I don't know my idea of how the things have to be done. So I decided to to divorce again, and in this moment I think that I decided that I want to change my life completely. I was like almost fifty in this moment. So I think that in this time of the life, woman has like a movement in your life when you're about to be in menopause too and have to be with hormones too. So I decided that I really wanted to live my life. Mm -hmm. I I, I wanted my life back. This is how I feel. I, I feel like I was like so many years living for the others, taking care of my kids and everything, the house, I was I work as a teacher, then as a principal of a school. So I always was with working and taking care of the others. So at this moment of my life, I said, "I just want to live for me. I want to be like selfish for the first time in my life, and I want to be worried about only myself." So this is what I did, and I quit my job. I left my husband (laughs) and I started a really different life.
0: I think it's really interesting, Fran, because, you know, you say, you know, you wanted to be selfish, but sometimes, you know, being selfish is what you may have to do if you want to find yourself. We only have a a number of years on this planet, you know, Mm -hmm. and there has to come a time when we put ourselves first. And as you said, I mean, I'm a mother as well. And... All of my life, I've been a single mom for the majority of my ma- of what was my marriage and now. Um, and I think there has to come a time when you have to think about yourself because otherwise, where are you going? What are you doing? You're going to be unhappy, but you're also going to make other people unhappy as well, right? Yeah. And may people may judge you or I in our decisions, but at the end of the day, those decisions are for us to make of how we want our lives. So I don't think anyone out there should you know everybody has their own purpose everybody has their own pathway and i think sometimes you do have to be selfish in order to safeguard yourself
1: yeah absolutely i think the same but it's it's hard to be selfish when you have so many kids and you're always taking care of them so but in this moment of my life i thought it was the right thing to do and i told my kids actually they were all growing up so they all have their own families starting their own families. And my last one uh, starting to live with my ex-husband number two. So I was completely alone in this moment. So it was such a nice feeling to Mm -hmm. live alone for it almost for the first time in my life. If you think I live with my parents and then I live with my husband and with the others. So it was the first time in my life that I was living by myself Eating what I wanted, doing what I wanted. It was such an incredible feeling to do this at 50s, you know. I started to travel too. I I I travel a little because with so many kids it's hard to to travel. Mm -hmm. So I started to travel. I travel like backpack. Uh, in hostels uh, in Europe so I started to do so many things I discovered so many things that I wanted to do so it changed my life like completely completely the decision.
0: I just love that because I'm actually at that phase of my life now I'm 58 my children just announced that they're going to leave home I mean they're in their late 20s and now I'm going to be faced you know, with living on my own. So I'm deciding what is it that I'm going to do, right? So I'm actually in that boat, living alone, or will be living alone and doing, I suppose, what I want to do. So thank you for that, because this might be a sign for me to go put my backpack on and go (laughs) around the world, right? So it's a different way of working.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. I I love to travel by myself completely alone. Because I've never done this before. So I said, I have to do it. And I was like really opened on adventures. I have like adventure, like a uh, soul. Spirit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, spirit completely. Yeah. So I really wanted to travel and see the worlds and, and see different cultures and everything. And yeah, I was like uh, such a nice time. It wasn't like, a I don't know, like an empty nest, what people say. I think this is old. I, I think that our, like, uh, in women of our age, it's not going to be such an emptiness because we have so many things to do at this age. It's mm-hmm. not that we're going to be sitting waiting for death. We have so many years ahead. We can do whatever we want. We can be whatever we want. So it's amazing. I love this age, actually. When I when I got divorced, I, I leave everything in my old house. So... I bring almost such a small things to my new house. I have an apartment, rented an apartment for myself. So I have just a few things. And I think it's super nice for us. Don't have to carry so many things, you know, stuff, material things. This is what I'm saying, you know, material things. So at the end, what is better like to have just a little things? I never buy so many clothes. I don't have so many like uh, material things. So my life is light you know I can travel with a luggage and that's okay I love that
0: because when when you were just talking then I actually was going to use that word light because it's kind of it's very liberating and it's what what you were saying earlier it's liberating because you go oh I don't have to worry about xyz and I think I think a lot of people need to be getting there because at the end you're not going to take it with you anyway are you so just let it go let it slip let it be
1: uh, the best money that you can spend is in traveling traveling and have experience in your life don't buy things just buy experience in your life so this is the the best advice
0: fabulous wonderful let's just talk about your job because that's almost comes on to what you're doing in the mo- at the moment but let's talk about your job where you were a teacher and then you became a principal and then again you made a different decision you made a switch so talk me through that
1: yeah, I think that yeah, I I was a teacher for many years and I love this job. I I have like a teacher soul. I love to teach people things, you know? And I am kind of a leader too, so I have this other area where I I really love to do new things. I have so many ideas that I wanted to do. So at the end I decided to study a little more and have an, another degree to to be a a principal of a school. And I really enjoyed that job for 10 years. I was working as a principal in a school. But at the moment that I decided to do all these changes in my life, this one, one of them, because in this job, it takes a lot of you. You know, mm-hmm. you have to, you are like, I always say, I was like the mother of all these kids because you are the person that is on top. So everybody wants your help everybody Mm -hmm. needs a meeting with you everybody wants to talk to you so you you're always solving problems of everyone so at this moment when I say I don't want more problems I I want to be free of everything and I say I really am not enjoying that much this so I say no I need to find another thing I think that this is like a cycle that it's closed now I did it for so long and now I want to a complete change in my life. So so I decided that and everybody was really afraid of this when I said, I'm going to quit my job because it was like a, a good job. You, mm-hmm. you have, yeah? You're you yeah, paid well when you're like a principal of a school. So everybody was like, what are you going to do? What are, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Nobody's going to hire you again because you're 50. It's like a fear when you're 50. It's like you're old, it's the end of your life. So nobody's going, you're not going to find another thing to do. So, but in this moment, I I uh, didn't have to support my kids like uh, with money. So I only have to support myself. So I say, I will find, I will find another way to earn the money that I need to live. I don't need so much now because my kids are growing up. So I can live with less and I will find something that I really enjoy, that I really am passionate about. So yes, at, well, at this moment that I quit, I started like three years before to run. I ran mm-hmm. ultra races and I was in love of this. So this is one of the reasons that I wanted to quit because I wanted to run all over the world. There's so many beautiful races. So I wanted to have time to do this. So. And you say, how many years I have like to be running in the mountain, this like 100K races. So this was another reason because I say I need the the time now. I don't need the money. I I don't want to sell my time because time Mm -hmm. is priceless for me. At this moment of your life, you know, when you're 50, you, you don't have, I don't know, maybe 10, 20 years more to run the races that I want. So I needed the time now. And this is why I decided, no, I prefer to do another thing. I will find what to do, but I really want to be the owner of my time. And that's what I did. (laughs) I love that.
0: I love that. I love the fact that owner of your time, because I feel that I'm the owner of my time, because when you get to a place where, you know, you're not confined to that nine o'clock start and that
1: late evening
0: finish, you know, you can do what you want and how you want to do it.
1: I feel like a prisoner, you know, I feel like I was in jail for 7 45 to 6 p.m. It's like all your day, like kind of waste, wasting for money. If you think in another way is it is like this, you know, to work for another person. It's mm-hmm. like bring him the power of your life for money. It's like selling my time. So I say no more. I say no more. I, I will figure it out what to do. And I did. And I did. I've, I found another ways to to live to earn my money, and I'm happy about it.
0: So let's talk about the the running because that's a passion of yours. I remember when we talked last time. You know, it started off quite young, but then you stopped, and then you took it up again. So now, how many races have you done, and how what you're planning next is is the question.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I started running when I was in school, actually, and I was super young. I ran, but then I I finished the school and I didn't run anymore. So it was like it's I say always like inside of my head, in, in any place of my head, it was this idea. But with the life with the kids, you forget what the, the things that you really like or enjoyed where you're a kid. You mm-hmm. you start like the the life and you started to take care of the others, so you forget the things that you really like it, and this is what happened. And in one point of my life, I started to run when I was like 46. I started to do trekking first and I really enjoyed to be in the hills, alone, in silence. There's so many things that I didn't have at this moment of my life. So I really love this feeling to be Mm -hmm. in the mountains, alone, in silence, a moment for me. And I start to running down the hills. And this was a moment that I reconnect with this idea that I really enjoyed running, that I have it somewhere in my head. So this is what I'm saying. I reconnected with something that probably all of us have something that when, I, when we were kids, then, then we forget that we like it.
0: I think that's, that's true because I mean, for me, it was poetry, and I didn't do. I wrote poetry when I was a kid. Tried to send those off, didn't happen. And then when I came to Bristol, when I, two years ago, I started writing again. Well, I wrote. I started writing over COVID, and then I've been on the radio, you know, with my poetry. I've done some lives with poetry. But you're right. You know, you you reconnect. There's something that you reconnect with uh, a passion of yours from you, your childhood, and something that you put to one side, and then
1: years later, you decide to pick it up again. And you say, ah, I remember, I love this, but you didn't really remember until this moment. So it's amazing. And and it's super happy that this happened because how many, so many women probably, they don't have this moment in their life and they have lots of things like in the head, but never Mm. came up again, you know? So I'm really happy that this happened to me and I reconnected with this passion and I start running and I never stop again to run. So I have been like running 60 Ks, 60 races, 60 races in all the 10 years. Yeah, lots and big ones too. I have run in 20 countries. I was going to just ask you that question. How
0: many countries have you done? So that's yeah, like exciting. Lots,
1: twenty. Lots of countries, beautiful races, big races. Because I love like long distance. I love. I like like from fifty to one hundred and twenty eight is the is the biggest one that I have run. So I really enjoy to be lots of hours, kind of suffering. I said in the mountains, like with myself being like how strong I am to get the finish line, you know? It's like a battle with yourself to to finish this kind of races. I really think, I I always think that I can do it. I'm really confident in myself. So I really always think that I will finish no matter what. This is my way of thinking. It's like, no matter what, I will get to the finish line to this race. So but in the in the middle of the race you have to fight you have to fight with the two sides we have the, mm-hmm. the good one the good one and the bad one you know that is one is always trying to put you down this is the mind is really strong in this you know so we are our worst like enemies mm-hmm. in, in and points you know because one of One side says, no, no, stop it. It's too much. You're hurting. Your back is hurting. Stop it. Stop it. And the other side is, come on, go. You can do it. Go to the finish line. So it's like a long hours of battles being who's going to win this battle. But yeah, it's amazing. I, I really enjoy this. And I
0: think it's having that mindset to push yourself a little bit more and further and further and further. So let's look at... I know we're gonna talk about the races that you got coming up, but what are you so what is on the horizon? What what's happening now and what's going to be happening in the future? Let's mix those two up together.
1: Oh yeah. Well, next year next week I have a race. Mm-hmm. Have like uh it's kind of the only race that I'm going to run because this year I have been like recovering from a surgery, a killer surgery. So I'm going to run in France next week uh a, a race like you call UTMB is the biggest event of trail running world it's in Chamonix France so i will run 56k so i'm excited to be there next week running this race even though i'm not really prepared like uh, physically because i haven't mm-hmm. able to run so much but how I said I will finish no matter what I will get to the finish line to this race
0: but I wouldn't put yourself down Fran because you've been practicing of course on social media you can see you practicing all over the place which I which of course I do follow you so (laughs) talk about your social media because part of your success also not just the racing is the social media following and also your success on on the platform obviously on Instagram so Talk about that and also what you're doing currently, which is also coaching as well. So let's let's go into that as well. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, I have like a big audience on Instagram where I talk more about races and sport, this area. Um, And I have like a biggest audience in TikTok. Wow. I have this platform like two years ago I started and I have more than 100 Uh, case like followers so yeah it's a big audience there and in this and in this one I talk more uh, in Spanish and for menopause woman Mm -hmm. so this has been a really success because we don't have so many information about what happened with menopause nobody wants to talk about menopause so it has been really really good and and because of that I started to do like coaching life coaching, because I'm a coach too, you know, I have done lots, of course, about nutrition, about menopause, about many things, because I like to learn. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed to help another woman to make her make them feel good in these ages. So I started to do like a life coaching for menopause, women, and it has been really good. I, I really enjoy this. It's like my part of being like a teacher mm-hmm. that I use it in a different way. I didn't tell you that I, in Chile, I have like a trekking group. Mm-hmm. This is my another enterprise that I have there. So yeah, I, I have this for the last four years and I take one month to, to have experience in the, in the hills, like the things that happened to me and I was like to, to go for the first time to a hill do trekking with another woman it's just a woman group so uh-huh. it's really successful in chile so this is my other like kind of job so i have another instagram for this called mujeres al cerro and spanish is like women's to the heels
0: wow nice 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 hopefully one day i'll be able to join it as well so <laughs> as i trek around the world uh, <laughs> these are the backpack that i'll have on my back Okay, so let's talk about um, go to the Chile.
1: Bo- oh, about Chile, yeah. Let's talk about Chile. So, um, so Chile is you- very, really beautiful. You should to go there if you decided to travel. Uh, Chile should be, uh, it should be in your in your list, in your bucket list to go. It's really beautiful.
0: It's interesting. I haven't got quite a bucket list. So I'm going to make (laughs) up my bucket list as I go along. Go, Oh, maybe I should go and do that instead. But that'll come. I haven't actually got a bucket list. (laughs) Okay, let's go on to the bonus part of the podcast. So five tips that you would give to anyone who's under 50.
1: Under 50 to young people. Let's see. Um, Yeah, for women that are married, just the first one could be like, don't focus only in in your kids, uh, in your husband, like take care of yourself too. Since you are young, don't wait until you're 50 to take care of yourself. So try to do things that you are passionate about, take your time to do things for you, for yourself. I think this is a really important thing. Um, Another thing is like find a passion, what we were talking about, Everybody needs to have something, something that you're passionate about, like you really like it. And there's nothing to do again with your kids or your husband, something really like that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Because we, when we're married, we, we do so many things for the kids. We go to the where the kids want to go, vacation where the husband wants to go. So find something that you are passionate about. Um, don't wait for the right time, the right time, the right moment to do the things. Just do it. Just do it. Because people wait too much for for do things, for travel, for do so many things and times goals. And sometimes they don't do it. So it's never going to be like the exact right moment where Mm -hmm. all the things are exactly where you want it. So just do it. I, I I like
0: that one because I think I think that because that also applies to myself really it's about okay next step go and do it you know don't don't hesitate this is the time to do it you know don't don't step back step forward
1: yeah absolutely another one it's like don't wait that someone makes you happy you need mm-hmm. to find the happiness by yourself you need to be happy with who you are with with you first and then you can share the happiness, but don't expect that I oh, know this guy is going is going to make me happy. The kids are going to make me happy. This job is going to make me happy. No, you need to be happy yourself and then spread the happiness.
0: Oh, I love that. Spread the happiness. Spread the joy. Spread the love, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Absolutely love that.
1: And Was the there another one, one- there? Yeah, it's like being like uh, financially independent. I think it's a really, really important one. You really need to to think because sometimes women say, I oh, know everything, we shared everything, everything is together. Yeah, these things. And then when they are, get divorced, lots of times, it's happened to me too, you know. Yeah, I'm looking at you. It's happened to me too, right?
0: I, I, this resonates with me, my girl.
1: You know, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you this have to be more. financially independent, don't you? Absolutely, absolutely. You need to split the things when, when you're happy, when we are happily married, fix all the things before, because yeah, everybody wants to have a like a happy marriage and stay forever together, but sometimes things don't go how we planned and Mm -hmm. most of the time women are have the worst part in economically speaking so yeah yeah.
0: I totally I totally agree with you there Fran because I think how are you going to survive right and it's just important to be financially independent or have the ability to actually work for a living and be outside that marriage
1: and save money and save money
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) absolutely. absolutely And what about the three tips to anyone who's over fifty? What would you say to them?
1: Yeah, the my my of life it's it's never too late, and you're never too old to find a, a new passion. This is the one that I always use in everything because it's true. People sometimes think that no, I'm I'm super old. I didn't do it. No, I'm old. I'm more than fifty. It's like we're so young. We're young fifties. Mm. So we can do whatever we want to do. Don't worry about others think of you. Because this is a big thing that people love to have an opinion of the things that you are doing. Because I always say that it's because they don't, they really want to do the things that you are doing it, but they don't. But they don't do it. Yeah, they don't do it so yeah lots of people have an opinion of the things but don't listen to these opinions it's your life you're the one that are living it if you're enjoying what are you doing it's like do it do mm. the things that you love and don't worry about even your kids you know sometimes my kids are like how they are like old they have opinions and the things so I, I don't listen so much. My mother has opinions too of my things sometimes, but I don't know. I you just, don't listen to that either? No, no, no. No, I do what I want. I, I enjoy my life and it's my life and I will live it in my own terms.
0: I think that's really important because I ask my kids X, Y, Z and then they go, I don't know why you're asking because you're going to do what you want anyway. And I'm going... Yeah, I know. I just thought I'd ask the question, right? But I still want to do what I want to do. And, and now I, I had actually made a plan about what I was going to do, uh, you know, once I left home. And now my plans change again, because I've had this conversation with you. So that's an interesting one when I go back home, because <laughs> I'll go, I'm traveling now. <laughs> Thanks to you. Um, and your third tip.
1: Yeah, it's the one that I told you before, but it's another one that I use. It's like collect memories, not things. I think it's a super important one to be free in this time of our lives, to feel free. It's like, I I have friends that don't travel because they have a house and they don't want to leave the house alone or they have animals so they can't travel either. So don't be attached to these kind of things at this age. You know? When the kids are young and you have so many things to do, but when we are older, we need to be free and feel free to to be who we want, to do what we want. Like I think that this age are, it's amazing. I think that we don't we don't have to be afraid of aging. We need to take care of ourselves to have like a good aging. Yeah. The, the sport I think is important the have a healthy lifestyle but it's amazing these years of our life are amazing we are totally free to be who we want to be
0: I just love that I think it's a perfect way of ending the podcast because be whoever you want to be and be free really
1: isn't it that's it that's it feeling free of be who you want like I dress as I want I know that my kid doesn't like how I dress but I it's my life, how I say. It's my it, life. I say this the same to my mother because my mother is always like, oh, wow, I'm dressing like this? I'm <laughs> start. Start with it's,
0: that. It's what you feel comfortable with, right? It's what <laughs> you feel comfortable with.
1: I think that the the clothing doesn't have age. You need to wear what you feel comfortable. Mm. It's not that everybody need to wear as I wear. It's like you need to do whatever you want. If you mm. if you feel if you like to have like long dresses, do it. I like yeah. shorts, you know, yeah. I like shorts, I like tops, and this is what I'm going to use no matter what.
0: <laughs> well, thank you very much for that. So, Fran, it's been a wonderful conversation. It's been lovely having you on the podcast, and you know, wait for this to come out and <laughs> inspire many, many other women, really.
1: Oh, thanks so much, Karen. It was a nice conversation. I really enjoyed it. Oh,
0: bless you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to You're Not Invisible After 50 podcast. If you want to hear more from some amazing women who are over 50, who are kicking ass and making an impact, then don't forget to follow us right here on Apple Podcasts. Or Spotify. Remember to subscribe, rate, comment, and share with other women through your social media. Let's spread the word across the world that you don't have to be invisible after 50. Check out our other services on wwwyourenotinvisibleafter 50com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, and YouTube. And always remember that life doesn't end at 50, in fact, it's just beginning. But wait we have even more to offer join us and tune in to our other podcast shamelessly untamed a transformative series that encourages you to embrace your true self and celebrate your uniqueness make sure to subscribe to shamelessly untamed podcast on other podcasts or spotify don't forget to rate comment and share with anyone who can benefit from its content Explore our additional services at www.roaringahead.com and be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, and YouTube. We look forward to you
1: connecting with us. Thank you.